Welcome everybody to Fueled by Wrestling by WrestleCult.net. Glad you're here. Oh, thank you. All right, everybody, let's go over a few things. Um, this is the first episode of Fueled by Wrestling, and this is going to be my podcast that I'm going to try to do every week where I'm going to discuss multiple things going on within WWE or AEW. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, this is going to be a fun little adventure for me. I'm not used to doing podcasts, so everything here that you're hearing and listening to, this is all brand new for me. Uh, so, right before we step into what I want to discuss, I just want to say thank you to all of the WrestleCult fans, the followers. Uh, thank you to the Wrestling Society podcast, who are super awesome and really good at this stuff. So, I'm kind of just hiding in their shadows at this point. <laughs> also want to say give a shout out to C Wrestling UK. Um, truly a really good YouTuber. And their Discord is awesome, just like ours, of course. Alright, let's start with the top segment of the show. Uh, it's going to discuss White Rabbit and Bray Wyatt, of course. Because, guess what? White Rabbit is Bray Wyatt. I know a lot of people were confused in the beginning. Uh, there was a lot of rumors, suggestions, and a lot of swerves by WWE that tried to make it sound like it was going to be someone like Edge or uh, Judgment Day. But we already know now, after the latest clue on SmackDown, with the three little piggies, the big bad wolf, all that fun stuff with the Morse code, and the previous clues that were given to us leading to White Rabbit Records and multiple uh, coordinates to future shows, that it is indeed Bray Wyatt. And I did go over this originally on, I think it was September 14th, I posted via my source that, guess what, Bray Wyatt was already signed. He was signed, he was ready to go, but of course, you know, everything has to be planned out, especially with how Bray is, uh, with creativity-wise, he likes to control, you know, the narrative, essentially, just like Sin Funny little shout out to Sin right there. Uh, but that's all the information we actually got. So, I mean, the biggest thing is stop asking questions. Don't ask other sources. Don't even ask me because guess what? We're not given anything now. We're just not. Everything is tight-lipped. Hunter is basically trying to his best to take control of all the leaks and all the sources that were out there have been continuously wrong about this. Um, it wasn't until SRS actually said something that people are like, Oh, holy crap, it's actually Bray. Well, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that, that seemed pretty obvious, guys. But yeah, anyways, that's the whole thing. Is Everybody just needs to stop asking, enjoy the show. Because nothing is going to get leaked until the reveal which at Extreme Rules will not be a full reveal. It will be another teaser, but it will be so obvious that it's Bray. And then everybody can be like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. But reality is nobody knew it. <laughs> nobody is ever 100%, especially when it comes to leaks. Everything is assumed to be about 80%. 
Um, and as it continues on, it usually turns into about 90-95%. And now we're at about 99% that it's Bray Wyatt. And that's the way it should be. Having said that, the whole 1911 thing, uh, man, this was some crazy stuff. This whole entire storyline with Bray, with White Rabbit, man, WWE really killed it. They did a really good job of gathering fan interest, uh, leaving hidden clues where only basically crazy people would look or pay attention to, which, okay, I guess we're all pretty crazy now. But it was just well done overall. I, I mean, I don't, I've been a fan of wrestling for over 20 years now, and I have never seen anything like this. Not like this far deep, like literally falling into the rabbit hole deep. And that, I think, I think we should applaud uh, Bray, or well, Wyndham, and we should applaud WWE for letting, you know, this go full force into us. You know, I think that's, that's just really, really something special. Um, I know that we should start expecting more little Easter eggs, as that is something that I think WWE is going to continue even after White Rabbit. Uh, obviously I don't think they're going to overkill it. I think they're going to do subtle little things for returns of people that were injured. I can see that, um, I can see it being used for people that are returning, uh, or re-signing similar to Bray, but not this deep. Like, I, I really think this is more like 85% of this is all Bray Wyatt. This is all just Wyndham just being absolutely creative and unleashing what is inside his head, which that's just really good. That's really amazing. And it's insane to think about. Um, But I mean, really guys, this is, this is peak wrestling here for us and it should be. So case in point, I'm not going to dive deep into every little detail that was found with this latest clue with all of the clues at least not right now. Um, C Wrestling UK does a really good job of breaking it down. There are multiple people on Twitter that have literally typed out every little clue and little Easter egg that was found. And those are the people that I'm just going to sit back and let them have their fun because it's truly a great experience, I think, overall. Um, but just to close this segment out, I, I just, guys, 99% sure it's Bray Wyatt. That's what I reported. That's what I'm going to stick to. Uh, and and that's what we're going to just go with. I mean, if it's anything else, gosh, man, we will all be disappointed. Whoever that star is would be absolutely destroyed by the fans. Like, there's not going to be anybody more hated than whoever comes out if it's not Bray Wyatt. All right, guys, let's jump to the next segment. Uh, Made official yesterday, October 1st, AEW has ended all of their broadcasts of their television shows on space in each Mexico, South America, Central America, and the Caribbean. However, Brazil will retain all elite wrestling on space. Um, Wow. So if you don't know, a quick little backstory here. Space is... It's a channel that is actually owned by Warner Brothers Discovery, which owns TNT and 
and essentially they kind of own AEW. Not like not literally, but they kind of own them because without Warner Brothers Discovery, they have no show on TV. Now, yeah, they Tony Khan can absolutely try to search around and find a new buyer for the show. Uh, but I mean, there's not much out there that's not already signed on with WWE, essentially. So who are they going to jump to? It's going to be interesting. Um, AEW did put out a little notice uh, for all those fans stating, hey, sign up on our subscription based service called, you know, with Fight TV. Well, Fight TV produces, you know, mediocre streams, basically. I mean, I've ordered uh, one of the pay-per-views for AEW, and it was laggy or it randomly cut out. It was it was something really bad, and I have rather quick internet. So it, it's just, wow, it was bad. Nevertheless, what's this actually mean for AEW? What, what's the pros to this? What's the cons to this? Well, the pros is not much. They, I guess you can say this is a good way for them to push uh, their their partnership with Fight TV, uh, which could produce more money in a way for them that way. But honestly, the it's all a pretty big con at this point. Let's face it. I mean, they're going to lose out on a lot of market here. I mean, it's this is almost all of South America completely, almost all of Central America completely, and. You know, it's just a big deal. This isn't good. This isn't what Tony Khan wants, especially with AEW going through so much right now, given all the drama backstage and, you know, the negative press that came with it all, uh, with the uncertainty of CM Punk even coming back. I mean, that's that's been a huge rumor, too, is, you know, he's just not coming back or people don't expect him back. I mean, I do. I expect him back eventually, but... uh, you know, obviously he's injured. Uh, same thing. They don't even have the elite now. Right now, they have top stars that are taking breaks, like Malachi Black. Which, again, he's just been given a break. He is not leaving AEW. Uh, same with Buddy Buddy Matthews. He's going to be. He is actually on a break, but there's no plans whatsoever for them to leave. Uh, I know Andrade has been teasing it kind of on Twitter, but I think they're just playing the fans in that case. Same with Miro. I mean, it seems like they're just working the fans. They're trying to get a, a rise out of, you know, people, you know, people like us, but I'm not falling for it. I don't know if you guys are, but I'm not. Um, anyways, so the statement from All Elite Wrestling, it says, uh, to our fans in Mexico, South America, Central America, and the Caribbean, We want to thank you for watching on space. We hope you've enjoyed the amazing action. However, we have an update to share. As of September 30th, content will no longer be available on space with the exception of Brazil. Starting October 1st, you can continue watching program on Plus. Plus will be exclusively streamed all weekly. It will uh, exclusively stream all weekly shows including Dynamite, Rampage Dark, Dark Elevation, and Battle of the Belts. Which, gosh, that is just a lot of random small shows into that. Uh, God, 
that is just confusing the heck out of me right now. Nevertheless, this is huge. This is not what they want. Uh, this is going to affect their TV deal talks come 2024 with Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, considering, yeah, I mean, that's the people that own space. It's going to talk, you know, create this friction between the company, I think. And Tony probably already knows this. Tony is probably plotting and planning and discussing and having backstage meetings and all this stuff with people in Warner Brothers Discovery. But in the end, I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. I still think this is just real bad for them. And it's a bad look for the company as a whole. Uh, for them to lose space, space programming, essentially, since that's actually owned by the people that own TNT. And, man, this merger is just, it's been brutal. Not just for AEW, but for all shows that are, you know, that are owned by Warner Brothers. This is, wow, um, just insane. Sad to think about. A lot of people have lost their jobs already. More are going to lose their jobs. Uh, contracts are going to be cut. Uh, money being, you know, given is going to get cut. So I think Tony Khan should expect not an increase in rights. I think they're going to lose or break even in this case, as far as what they're going to get come 2024 if they even stay with TNT. And with that sound, it's time for the final segment of the show, Crown Jewel, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. Now, guys, this is huge for marketing. Okay, this is huge for trying to drag in some new fans, some new viewers with Logan. Logan, if you don't know, is a huge streamer. He is a influencer. And while, yes, there are some moments in his past where he's, you know, had some controversy. I mean, there's a lot of stupid stuff he's done. But he is a fan. And he seems very passionate. I mean, every time he's stepped in the ring so far, he's shined. And I think he's, you know, blown away expectations from a lot of the, you know, WWE universe. And in that case, even all of the wrestling universe. Uh, he's done well. Uh, he's pulled off some insane moves that I really wasn't expecting from him. But, I mean, it's it's all about bringing viewers in. It's all about bringing in new fans, new casuals. And, of course, we have Roman, who, God, he is running off of God mode. Literally. Like, there's no one that can touch Roman right now. And it's insane to think about. Because if you look back at his history... And if you look back at the character himself, everybody really was just done with him. He, they they hated him. He, they didn't like how he was shoved down our throats, kind of like John Cena was back in the day. But, I, I mean, he's come into his own. And ever since, you know, he became a heel, uh, aligning with Paul Heyman, he's created something that's that's just perfect for him and great for the company overall. Uh, the bloodline themselves, big, big faction now. I mean, you got Sami Zayn, Jay, Jimmy Uso, Paul Heyman, of course, and then Roman. And that we haven't had a, a real big faction like that since God was it Retribution, who were more of a joke. Uh, while 
bloodline is running the show all the time and i love it i i mean i'm i'm down for it i'm down for roman to continue the same style that he's on now uh because there's just there hasn't been anything as interesting on television outside of the white rabbit segments and clues tell me one one segment that's actually created such uh, a reaction like Roman has because there really isn't you're not going to find it and I mean even AEW takes shots at it little little snide remarks that are rather childish and everybody's talking about him everyone talks about Roman I mean he was number one on the PWI uh, 100 list for top wrestler and there's a reason for that And that reason is because of his promo work, the way he's evolved as a character. I mean, every little detail that he's done as far as the way he moves into the ring, the way he tells people to acknowledge him. I mean, he gets the biggest reactions. And so with that, having Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia that there isn't going to be a bigger match outside of Roman versus The Rock. Okay, there, there's not. I know Logan hasn't earned a title shot. We all know that. And Logan is still new. He's rather green, uh, but he's still impressive. And he has millions, millions of followers. Like a lot of people that aren't even close to wrestling fans, they follow him. And they're going to follow him into Crown Jewel. I mean, we, we're going to get to see, I think we're going to see an increase in viewers and fans just from this match alone. And I think that's something that's not been done in a long time because they haven't really intertwined media celebrities with wrestling in, in shoot since like the 90s. I mean, we we have small little things here and there, and you know, you, we get some rock stars and some. And you heard that little sensor beep because I messed up on that last recording. Having said that, it's all good. We're gonna continue on. Uh, as I said, Crown Jewel, Logan versus Roman. It's going to be good. It's gonna be fun. Logan's going to impress. Roman's gonna continue doing what he's doing best. And we're going to hopefully see a huge increase of casuals coming from Logan watching this show just to see in that slight chance Logan pulls off that upset because that's all it is, is a very slight chance. I don't expect it to happen, but man, that would be the biggest, biggest swerve ever if Logan Paul somehow pins Roman Reigns and he takes those belts. Man. I think that would be the craziest thing ever, and I hope you all agree with that. All right, guys, um, this was the first episode. Uh, As you can tell, there's a lot of rough edges to it, and I'm still learning this whole process, uh, the editing, all that fun stuff. But really, thank you all that are listening, that have finished listening. Uh, I appreciate it, since this is my first time trying to work a a podcast. I'm only going to get better. This is only going to get better. I'm going to buy some more equipment. 
I'm going to get things going in the right way. But right now, this is the best I got because I'm really not feeling good. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. It's I'm just not feeling good. Having said that, I, I said that the first podcast was going to drop on the 2nd of October. It is the 2nd of October. And so here it is. The first Fueled by Wrestling podcast. Episode 1. Here we are. The end. I appreciate it. Um, make sure you're checking out WrestleCult.net uh, for, the, for the site. Join our Discord absolutely fun there we talk about all kinds of stuff we do watch alongs there voice chats there um and then just stay tuned because there's going to be a lot more we're not done we're just starting we have new partnerships we are working with new staff now we have a huge twitch um system coming we have a new youtube uh channel that's starting out we're we're pushing content because in the end we want to give every fan every follower every person in the world different ways to enjoy wrestling and digesting the news and rumors and the leaks and different opinions i mean we want to give that to everyone and that's what i'm going to do with this podcast i'm going to give you my unfiltered opinion and it's going to be a fun fun show And I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope you continue to enjoy it. Subscribe, like, share it. Please do whatever you can. Let's get this spread out. Let's make it spread like a wildfire. Thank you guys.